Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Jeremy, as part of the Disney Springs transformation, we discussed that there had been some new restaurants added and a retheme of a lot of the existing downtown Disney. But that's not where it where it is right now is not where it's ending. And the Orlando Business Journal on uh, the 29th released the permits that Disney had had finally filed for a few new restaurants that are coming in. The first one we've we've heard a little bit about. Uh, it's going to be called the Edison. And it's uh, scheduled to launch in 2016. And, you know, to some extent, the permits don't really give us a lot to go on. But I'm kind of excited just because of one thing that it tells me. And it's, that is that it has rooms such as the Tesla Lounge, Patent Office, Telegraph Lounge, and the Radio Room. And th- this excites me because it it sounds like, you know, similar to what you've got with Be Our Guest to some extent similar to what you had with the Adventurers Club, similar to what you have now with uh, uh, supposedly at Skipper Canteen, you're going to get some, it sounds like they're they're going to have the opportunity to offer some different experiences. So the only reason that I'm excited about this place is Jock Lindsay. Seeing the inside of Jock Lindsay's hangar bar uh, and and how they've themed it and they and how the, the staff is and... and just everything about Jock Lindsay's hangar bar makes me really excited about having another lounge, uh, you know, type of restaurant where, and I understand that, uh, it, it's going to be an actual restaurant as well as kind of have these lounge areas. Um, so yeah, it makes me really excited to see that they can do this type of thing in Disney Springs because I, I've always felt like, you know, downtown Disney is a place where Planet Hollywood is and and where, you know, all these just like there's an Earl of Sandwich there. Uh, but to see these one off uh, Disney made kind of of restaurants that are unique and fun and really well done um, really makes me excited. Well, and now what I will say is that the the Edison is being done by. The Patina Group, who did, uh, who actually uh, handled Tutto Italia and Via Napoli, so you know those two in the uh, Italy, in Italy in the World Showcase, are ha- being handled by them, and they've said it's going to be similar. They, they, I've read that it has a similar sister type of restaurant in L.A. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a completely one-off, but I think it's going to be different enough for disney and i'm kind of interested because they say american food and cocktails as well as cabaret style entertainment yeah what does that mean i don't know exactly i mean i know what (laughs) i know what cabaret is yeah um, but but yeah how does that fit into a (laughs) a disney dining experience i don't know but yeah but again and and you know i think i feel kind of the same way you do Jock Lindsay's is what makes me excited for this because I saw the the thought and the detail that went into Jock Lindsay's, and I think that this is going to be a, again one thing about that place is it's pretty small. You're it's surprisingly small, right? And this sounds like they're going to have a bit grander scale to work with, uh, you know. So so you've got that restaurant, and then 
what is potentially to me even more exciting, again, looking at Jock Lindsay's, but we really have no data on, is there's another restaurant rumored to be called Walt's, which will be a restaurant themed after Walt Disney. That belongs in Magic Kingdom. I I don't really like that that is, you know, allegedly going to be in Disney Springs. So so why do you think that belongs in Magic Kingdom? Just because it's Walt, you know, it, and the Magic Kingdom is Walt and to me. I mean, so something called Walt, I think, belongs on Main Street where uh, what's the the Italian restaurant that's themed after Lady and the Tramp? Tony's. Tony's. Yeah, that's where that belongs. Some like right because Main Street is Marceline, Missouri, where he grew up, and I just feel like that's where Waltz should be, not not in Disney Springs, where you know it's basically a a city walk you know type of place where anyone in Orlando can go. Well, and again, now this is this is rumored, but I I don't know because on the one hand I do agree with you that. Some that that would definitely I can see that existing only in only within Main Street, but I do feel like you know your suggestion of the area for Tony's is a good spot for it. Um, you know, based on the last time I went to Tony's, not that they really need to replace that place, sure, because uh, there are plenty of people showing up right now uh, as is. But at the same time, I, you know, I I think about like Jock Lindsay's, and, and again because that's that's what we have a comparison to make with. And I just don't know if a place quite like that would would have a place within the Magic Kingdom. No, I, mean, I even, don't think so. Even even on Main Street, and, and even even themed around Walt Disney, I just I don't know. There's something about that, and, and I don't know. Maybe once we see this place, and again, now this is just a rumor, um, but it's been pretty heavily rumored. I feel like for a while, it's kind of been going around that this was going to happen. If, if something like this comes to pass, I think I think I need to see the restaurant, but. But again, I'm excited that they that they would do something around Walt Disney. So we have those two things, and then the 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 more distant rumor that uh, the Business Journal brings up. Um, but another one that sounds really really cool to me is that the permit also shows an underground area underneath the walkway uh, that has multiple restrooms in large areas available. And this has been so there's so there's been a rumor going around for a while of a of a bar area in Disney Springs that they would call Neverland Tunnel. This seems the this seems unlikely to me. I I and, and yeah, here's the thing. That's that I definitely agree that this is the this is the far reaching one to me, but again, the the unique experiences aspect of Disney Springs because I I was the same way about Downtown Disney. It's like uh, I don't want to go eat at Planet Hollywood. I'm at Walt Disney World. I want to go eat at a Disney place that gives me that Disney experience. And, you know, uh, again, Jock Lindsay's, we're just going to keep hitting on that because that's what we've both experienced and really enjoyed at Disney Springs uh, from a theming standpoint. Uh, more experiences like that is what I want. And the idea of some, like, underground bar area sounds really, really cool to me. I don't know. I, that does not appeal to me at all and i don't know why but it just the thought of being underground like if it's legitimately underground i don't i don't know that just doesn't sound good to me and i guess i don't really have any experience with with anything quite like that you know i know they have a lot of in in cities that are real cramped up you know 
in New York, in the city and in San Francisco and stuff like that. They have a lot of places that are basically, you know, below street level. But I just don't have a lot of experience with places like that, but it just sounds weird. Well, and and so I think to me it sounds like um be, you know, clearly if if this does and again, folks, we're talking rumor. So, you know, this could be a waste of our time, but it just as a thought exercise. Uh, you know, if it's Neverland Tunnels, it's going to clearly be in reference to Peter Pan stuff and the, you know, and the Lost Boys and all of that, which just seems like it's, it's, it's undefined enough that you could really go just a lot of different directions with it, you know? Yeah. So the theming aspect of it, that seems pretty cool to me. The execution aspect of it, that's what I, I'm weary of. So you so basically you just don't want to be underground. That's the I, yeah. I don't. The I don't and end know. Of it. Something something like gives me the heebie-jeebies about that. Well, you know, it is it is what it is. So <laughs> we'll we'll wait and see. The other the other possibility is that this is some sort of um, you know utilidor type system. I, I, because here's the thing: when they said there are multiple bathrooms down there, and they're like, dude, this is totally going to be Neverland Tunnel. I'm thinking uh, the utilidors have restrooms in them. The uh, you know, the, the underground tunnel at Epcot has restrooms in it uh, for the cast members to use. So that could very well be that, too. So, I bet those are the cleanest restrooms in those parks, too. I mean, they're clean. But I, I, I guess my thing is that I don't normally have an issue with unclean restrooms inside the park, like, proper, as a guest. Every once in a while, I run into one. But it, those are few and far between, I think. Are we talking... I'm talking number two clean. Well, well, it, it all it all depends. I don't. Again, I I've seen very very clean restrooms as a guest. I think, and, and here's the here's the one thing that I will say: theming of restrooms at Disney parks is you know especially like I'm thinking specifically of the Rapunzel restroom. It's pretty good. That's kind. Of, I mean, that's freaking awesome. It's pretty good. And guess what? If you're a cast member, you don't get theming to your restroom. You get a restroom. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think because, uh, you know, like we had. Uh, so like one of our training areas was in the under was in the underground area at Epcot. And, you know, the restroom that was attached to that was basically I like it was in like a you would think public library, maybe. I don't know. Mm. You know, so it's clean. It doesn't get used a lot sort of a thing. But it's just a, it's a restroom and it's not even, you know, like super well lit and nice and modern looking or anything like that. Because guess what? You're a cast member. Yeah. Who cares? You'll take, you'll take the restroom we give you <laughs> and you'll like it. <laughs> so, so anyway, so there are some new things coming to Disney Springs and that is exciting to me, but there are some new things. Uh, so, you know, that's definitely Edison's likely Walt's and who knows, maybe Neverland Tunnel, but there's. One thing that's definitely coming to Disney Springs, and that is, uh, I in beginning in January, uh, they are going to begin adding increasing security. Uh, LaughingPlace.com covered this and said that uh, in January they would start adding sheriff's deputies patrolling on horseback throughout Disney Springs. The reason I'm bringing this up is to segue into something that we haven't discussed yet, uh, and that is the the metal detectors that have been added to the front of the parks. Uh, you know, and now we're seeing increased security at Disney Springs. Uh, and I don't, I don't know how I feel 
about these things. The horse horseback uh, sheriff's deputies at Disney Springs. I think that's great. I think that 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 place is so open to everyone that having a police presence there is a good idea. Where I live, we have a place called City Walk, and it's basically, you know, you park your car, and then there's a whole bunch of restaurants and bars, and there's a stage and a little, you know, courtyard and stuff where you can just go and hang out, and and there's cops all over that place because it's just a place where anybody can go. Um, So I think that that's a pretty good idea. Metal detectors at the parks is so so sad it's just it makes it really like a lot harder for you know people to get in that adds one more choke point for getting into the parks and right as right as we finally got rid of the you know big ticket you you have to push through the thing and the magic bands i feel like have really smoothed or at least to me made it a lot quicker getting into the parks yeah and and so now we have this thing that is like way worse than the whole ticket and thumbprint thing because now if you get caught at a metal detector you got to back up you got to make sure your pockets are empty take off your belt do whatever you know and like it just it makes me sad so to me it breaks it, it it's just one more thing that's going to break the magic for you right you know here's the thing i feel the same way there was a time i think at some point where i'm like ah why are we gonna have to deal with stupid metal detectors and but here's the thing i don't hold it against disney no, 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 no. I don't either. I think I think that it's totally necessary. And I have often thought, like, if I'm wearing cargo shorts and I just go, I don't have a bag, you know, and, and I go through the non-bag check lane, there is any number of things that I could have in, in, the, in a big pocket. Oh, and yeah. so... Oh, yeah. I, I regularly wear cargo shorts for exactly that reason, because I don't want to carry a bag, but there's stuff I want to carry with me. Right. So I think I think that it it totally makes sense for them to do this stuff. It just makes me sad that it that uh, it, that it makes sense that it's become a necessity at this point. Right. Well, that, that's the sensible solution. Yeah. And I did find it interesting. Um, and, and the more that I've thought about it, I think I've kind of come up with why. But Disney is not actually running their metal detectors. Right. Which which to me is a little bit more jarring experience because they're actually the the metal detectors are being run by csc which is a you know security company they do a lot of like big sporting events and things like that you you've probably seen these people if you've been to a large sporting event or you've seen one on tv you know they they usually wear like yellow polos or yellow jackets and uh they're the they're the security people they're the people who stand around the outside of like a football field to make sure people don't run on the field and again they're also the ones who do bag checks and things like that um that's kind of interesting to me because I feel like even even when you go through a bag check, like those guys are very business like, but they're still cast members. Yeah. So, do you think that CSC is doing it right now because it's it's not fully implemented? I would think that if Disney was going to put you know twenty metal detectors at the at the entrances to each park, that that would become an in house thing. Okay, so so yeah, so there's part of me that thinks that, but then there's part of me that says if you outsource this to CSC, then they are responsible and by being the ones who are responsible, if something goes wrong, they are the ones who are responsible. 
and and they and they've they are the ones who have all the training and everything to train their people correctly to handle this maybe so who does bag check are they disney employees to to my knowledge yeah i i you know i don't know maybe they outsource that but but they're wearing you know they're wearing full costumes these csc people the the images the pictures that i've seen of the bag check it's they're they're wearing their standard csc issue you know polos and stuff like that so they're they're totally dressed like non-disney employees um whereas you know the bag check guys are you know security but they're disney security so i would say right. yes they're cast members so i don't know i'm just thinking like if they're having cast members and maybe maybe they're going to change bag check to you know csc also I don't know. I would hope that if they're comfortable with having cast members do a bag check, then they'd be comfortable with training, you know, cast members to work metal detectors. Yeah, let's let's but liability. So. Liability is a huge thing. And that also. And, and again, that's where I kind of wonder, you know, because CSC does this for so many other places, you know, for, for all of these big sporting events and things like that. Maybe they've already got all the liability stuff figured out. And Disney goes, well, why should we take on all that liability? when we can offload it to somebody else. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, CSC makes sure they get paid well enough that they can handle taking that liability too. Right. So now that we've, so now that we've taken you down and made you feel really sad, just remember that at the end of the day, even if you have to go through security after that, you still get to be in a Disney park. And again, Disney does have that amazing ability to take you outside the ordinary and fortunately ever all that stuff is outside of the entry gate and you will walk under the tunnels under the train station you will walk out the other side into the magic kingdom and you will be so overwhelmed that you will completely forget that you had to go through a metal detector and you're going soon in in just a couple of days right just well, a few days well so we are recording uh we're actually we typically record on thursday night we're recording on wednesday night because Tomorrow on Thursday, I will begin my drive uh, to Walt Disney World. So I'm leaving at 10 a.m., driving about halfway, spending the night, and then hitting the other, you know, doing the rest of the drive. And we were actually not supposed to go to the parks on the 1st because that's going to be insane. Uh, but I realized that because of the way our schedule worked, if we if we go on the 1st and, you know, it's only like $22 extra dollars to add for b both tickets all together – like $22, $25 for, for us to add a day onto our tickets, we can go ride Soren one last time. So I now have a fast pass for Soren on uh, that on that Friday night to go ride it one last time. And, oh, the insanity at Disney will begin. But <laughs> I love the insanity to no end. So I am I am super pumped, um, excited to, to, to go and uh, to experience some new things. You know, I'm going to try to hit up Skipper Canteen. Uh, hoping to get to check out Star Wars Launch Bay, uh, and and actually got a couple of reservations for restaurants that are not named Le Cellier. Hey, I also have a restaurant. I also have a reservation for a restaurant named Le Cellier, but I have <laughs> some. In fact, in fact, if anyone out there has a suggestion for somewhere to go, uh, a a uh, resort restaurant to go to, because I do have one open day right now where I need another resort reservation, and I'm already doing Sanaa. Um, but I want to try something else. And so if you guys have something out there that you really like, um, let me know. And I may try to book that reservation. Uh, there's a restaurant called California grill. Uh, you could try. Uh, it's very it's a, good. I've heard it's overrated. I think that'll about do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missing the mouse.co. 
We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day.